0: Welcome to Step Up to the Microphone, where it's a great day to be alive. Today I'm going to red pill you a little bit. Let me give you the truth. Something that if you're searching it out, you can go verify everything I tell you and find out it's true. Now I went and did my research on this just to verify it. That what I'm saying is 100% accurate. So here we go. So I prayed about it. I kind of want to get into Easter and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They are not the same thing. Unless Jesus is a fertility God, Easter is not the same as his resurrection. We need to get into this and get to the truth. The truth will set us free. Now I'm going to warn you. If you've been going to church, and you think that Good Friday is what they say it is, and that Jesus was resurrected on a Sunday, you might want to turn this off because this could be offensive. But if you want to hear the truth, and learn the truth, then keep it rolling. Because this is a bunch of good information, and I can prove it. To get into this, we need to understand the sign that Jesus said he would perform for his resurrection. And that was the sign of Jonah, three days and three nights in the belly of the earth, in the grave. For that to happen, that would have to be 72 consecutive hours. So there goes Good Friday right there. And I'm going to get into this. You'll understand it. But he did not resurrect on Sunday. We can prove it using the Jewish calendar. On the Jewish calendar, Sunday's the first day of the week. Pull it up, look at it, you can use the Shabbat app, or you can just type in Jewish calendar. The first day of the week is Sunday, and it actually starts at 6 p.m. on what we call Saturday night, or if you want to be completely accurate, sunset. So, the first day was dark, and then it went to light. That was the first day, and God said it was good, right there in Genesis. And it says about all six days of creation. Started dark, went to light. So when looking at the resurrection of Jesus on Wednesday night and risen up on Saturday night according to our calendar, but that would have been the correct 72-hour window. wouldn't have been Friday night if we're going by the Jewish calendar because the Sabbath would have started Friday evening around sunset and would have ended Saturday evening around sunset. That would have been the Sabbath, the seventh day. So, he could not have woken up and re- resurrected Sunday morning. He would have resurrected Saturday evening. So, he could not have been crucified on Friday. We would not have got a full 72 hours. There's no way that could have happened. It's not possible, and him still be the Messiah the one that we're supposed to be worshiping, the one we're supposed to be reverent to, the one who we're supposed to follow but that's what we're being told in the church. We have been told that since about 80 A.D. So the Romans could line up their little Ishtar festival, or whatever festival they will call it, for Easter. Yes, that's what happened. The Roman Catholic Church decided that they weren't gonna have Easter be messed up because of Jesus. They didn't want to celebrate the Passover, they wanted to still sacrifice to their evil fertility goddess. Ishtar, the wife of Nimrod. Yes, that Nimrod from the Bible in Genesis. The one that wanted to kill Abraham. If you look at the book of Yasher, He wanted Abraham dead at birth. Because there was a prophecy about Abraham that no one knows about. Because no one's read the book of Yasher. But Nimrod... And Ishtar were bad. Very bad. They are Bel and Moloch from the Old Testament. They are still being worshipped today, even in our nation. Even in our nation by the elites, by the political class, by the billionaires and millionaires, they are still worshipped. Believe it or not. We have a huge Asherah pole in Washington, D.C. They are still being worshipped. Trust me, it's happening just open your eyes and look what do you think all the child trafficking is about the tunnels they're finding under these cities with sex slaves the cargo ships being full of containers full of people full of children that is what they're all about Bel and Moloch human sacrifice and sex slaves but yeah that's who they are worshiping on Easter at sunrise They are doing this and this all goes because of the 180 degree reversal in the calendar that we abide by today the gregorian calendar actually started in babylon the romans updated it the roman catholic church updated it if you don't believe me i will put links in the description but yes the gregorian calendar and the julian calendar and all these other calendars other than the hebrew where the day starts early in the day and ends at night, are false. They're wrong. The day is supposed to start at sunset. But these other calendars would have it start at sunrise. That's because they were worshipping the sun god, or other gods that they had designed. Wood and stone beings that they created that have no power. They did not want to worship the one true living god. That's like the actual beginning of the year is in spring. The Hebrew calendar calls it Rosh Hashanah. The moon will be in the east and a full moon in Virgo, the constellation Virgo. You see, we have been deceived all these years because we have forgotten how to read the stars. We have forgotten how to read the actual calendar sent by God himself, Yahweh. He told us how to read the stars. It's time we start learning these things so we understand when our Passovers are, when all these festivals are that we should be celebrating if we're truly celebrating Jesus. We have to understand how the solar system works, how the stars work, because the moon and the stars are signs for us. They teach us where we are in time and history. Once we understand those, and we start celebrating the festivals again the way we're supposed to, that were ripped away from us, the true version of Christianity was stolen from us by the Roman Catholic Church, then we will quit being the apostate church that was described in the Bible. We've been the apostate church for almost 2,000 years. It's time that we go back to following the way that God had it set up for us, and start honoring Him instead of honoring all these other false gods that the Roman Catholic Church Sold us. They sold us a bill of goods that was false. Lucifer got in the Catholic Church just like he said he would and created the Apostate Church. It's time that we actually start celebrating things the correct way. It's time we wake up. Are you awake yet? Are you ready to learn? Are you ready to discern the truth? Are you ready to open your Bible and understand what we've been going through? While the things are happening that are happening. I mean, look at it. Let's look at crime on Friday nights. That's the highest time of crime ever. Why? Because we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, worshiping God on Friday night. We're not celebrating Yahweh and Jesus on Friday night. We're letting crime run rampant. Lucifer got his way. He got us to trample all over the Sabbath. It's time that we wake up and start doing what we're supposed to do. That's how we get this country back. We be reverent to God. We follow his commands. We follow the precepts written in the Bible to their fullness. Yes, we're going to have pastors get angry at us because they've been going to cemetery, not seminary, when they got their pastoral degree. They bought into the Roman Catholic lie. They bought into the lie of Esau and Lucifer and Baal and Moloch, Nimrod, whatever you want to call it. They got bought into the lie and they've been preaching it. It's time we preach the truth. It's time to red pill the world and let them understand that we need to stand up for truth from here on out. I mean, let's look at the Bizarro World headlines from this week. We've got Coca-Cola, Major League Baseball, and Delta all getting hit hard by the state of Georgia. Then we also have 13 states are suing Biden to seek the ability to cut taxes via the CCP virus relief funds. YouTube deleted 2.5 million dislikes from Biden White House videos. I mean, all this stuff is because we bought into the lie for almost 2,000 years. So I say we just stand up and do what's right and get back to the Bible, get back to what it says. So from here, let's do a little bit of keep it simple and read Matthew 20, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Here we go. Now the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that this stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. When they say the other disciple whom Jesus loved, that's talking about John. He was talking about himself. And said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So she thought that they, someone had stolen the body. Peter therefore went out, and the other disciple, and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. And he was stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him, went into the tomb and he saw the linen cloths lying there and the handkerchief that had been around his head not lying with the linen cloths but folded together in a place by itself now that is very um telling in itself think about what we dealt with last year 2020 coronavirus we're still dealing with it the mask mandate jesus was freeing his breath think about that the breath of god he took the mask off just, that's my take on it. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. So, it took them seeing that his body was gone, the linen was folded, separate from each other like it's supposed to be, for them to believe. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping, because she still didn't believe what they were telling her. They said, hey, look, he's alive. He's resurrected. Look, the linens folded and separate from each other. He's alive. And as she went down, she stooped down and looked into the tomb, and she saw the two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because... They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. So she still thought someone stole Jesus' body. She didn't realize that he had resurrected. She wasn't paying attention to him when he was telling them, that, Hey, I have to go, I have to die. And when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. So she saw him, but in her grief did not recognize him. That's what that's telling us. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? So her not knowing, she's going to answer him. She, Supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where. You have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say teacher in Hebrew so she realized hey that's that's my rabbi that's my teacher that's Jesus oh my goodness he's raised from the dead I didn't realize this was gonna have to happen Jesus said to her, do not cling to me for I have not yet ascended to my father but go to my brethren and say to them I am ascending to my father and your father and to my God and your God so you let them know I have not yet gone to heaven it's gonna be a few days before I can go there another eight days but hey Let the disciples know, let my brothers, my believers, my fellow brethren know that I'm alive. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. Then that same day at evening began the first day of the week. When the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, they were terrified of the Jews because they knew the Jews wanted them dead. So they were in hiding. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then his disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So he said, Hey, look, here's where I got whipped and they stabbed me. And all the blood and stuff gushed out. And look at my hands. There's the nail holes. So Jesus said to them them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. So he let them know. If you don't forgive them, they're not going to be forgiven. If you sit there and hold on to their sin, it's just going to be held on to. They're, it's not going to be forgiven. Now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. So they still didn't believe. Some of them still didn't believe. Thomas wanted to see for himself. You know, isn't that a problem we're having right now? No one wants to see the truth until, I mean, they don't believe it until they see it. That's the problem with the human race. They don't believe it until they see it. So it's so hard to prove all this stuff about Jesus without them actually being able to see it. Like, let's look at his lineage. They sit there, well, there's 400 years missing. And then they don't want to sit there and see it and do the studying, find out, hey, look, he really is the Messiah. You have to look at this, this, and this, and this, and search it out yourself. It said, if you seek him, you will find him. Now let's continue with the passage. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. So it took a whole eight days before Thomas got to see him. (laughs) Jesus came with the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands. And reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. So Jesus said, hey, look, you should have believed without having to see me. But look, go ahead, put your hand in here, and put your hand here, and believe. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to Thomas, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So Jesus called him out said, hey, look. There are people that are going to believe in me in the future and right now. And they didn't have to see me in person to believe. They knew it happened. They understood it happened. They knew the scripture. They believed in me. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples. Man, I wish I would have been there to see that. That would have been awesome. Which are not written in this book. But these are written... That you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing, you may have life in his name. So that's the end of John 20. Let's get into some things I picked up out of that. The biggest thing I picked up is the unbelief of his own disciples, of the people that were closest to him. They did not want to believe that he had been resurrected. They're sitting there thinking, oh, his body got stolen. It took them seeing to believe. Isn't that a problem we're having now? We're not seeing enough to believe? It's a huge problem. It's going on. It's like a, it's like a whole new pandemic. It's just not a whole new pandemic. It's been happening for almost two thousand years now. But people don't want to believe. They sit there and they can believe in hunting Easter eggs and getting Christmas presents under the tree. They can believe in Santa Claus because they see them quote unquote. They don't see Jesus they don't see the physical body of Jesus so they don't believe in that instead they sit there well I don't see Jesus so he can't be real or he's just a myth no he's not a myth that's like we have um, proof a guy did a study on DNA and found a code in DNA and this is cool which basically is the code from God saying hey look I'm God you're made to be eternal with me you know let's rock this thing yeah, it's pretty awesome what they're able to find with science nowadays, but people still don't want to believe. Another thing I saw was the meticulousness of Jesus. Why would he separate the face linens from the other linens? There has to be a reason for that. We need to search it out. We need to hunt for it. There's a reason for it. I feel like as a direct hit at 2020, hey look, you're gonna be masked. Don't wear the mask. That's how I'm feeling. Because God doesn't like his breath being taken from us by the devil. But we allowed it to be taken for the past year, almost year and a half, feels like. And we've just taken it, taken it lying down, and it's been sad. And the other thing is, Mary didn't even recognize him. He's standing right in front of her, and she didn't even recognize that he was the Christ, that he was the Messiah, that he was the man that three days ago was there on that cross and died for her, because she wasn't focused on him. She was focused on what she was seeing in the natural and didn't realize that was him right in front of her. I mean, how many times is something sitting right there in front of you, and you realize it's not there, because you're not focused on it. You're focused on something else. Something's distracted you Something's got your attention that shouldn't have your attention. I mean look you're looking at this passage And they didn't want to believe until they saw They had to have their attention gotten They had to be woken up Your heaviest sleep is right before you wake up. So they were asleep to the fact that Jesus had resurrected They're sitting there thinking his body stolen Then once they finally got woke up. Oh my goodness. I could only imagine the joy they had the peace they had. It had to be amazing. It had to be out of this world how they felt. Just to see Jesus standing there. And Jesus had been resurrected for hours. He had been resurrected since what we would call the night before. So he had been up for a while. He had gone down to Sheol. Freed the captives to get them to the third heaven. Get them to heaven. And took the, the captors... And made marched them in front of the captives. It had to have been an awesome sight. I mean wow that those demons that were sitting there controlling things, Jesus had them march in single file. And then he shows up to his disciples and to Mary. I mean that just had to be epic. The things that he did and still does for us just amazing. I mean yes he did it in that timeline he didn't do it on a sunday so quit thinking that it was a sunday in fact let's just start calling sunday sin day because for some reason they love to do their sacrifices on sunday the first day of the week not saturday and like i said they love to trash the true sabbath that's when your crime rates are higher Look, that's when people are going out partying, getting drunk, fornicating, doing all their other business. I know I used to do it. I didn't sit there and read the book and take it literal, as literal as I do now once I realized it. And I made a huge change. I mean, seriously. And I'm trying to teach my wife. I'm trying to teach my family. That way they understand it. We need to reinstitute the original holidays, the original feast, so we can honor God, so we can understand the resurrection, the true Passover, what really happened. I mean, there are two monumental Passovers in history, and there will be a third one here soon. The first monumental Passover, Moses crossing the Red Sea, and if I got the book of Gasher and read you the account from there, which lines up with the Bible except it adds to it a little bit and gives you the true power of God, you would be amazed. I mean, it says in the book of Yasher, it wasn't just one tunnel of water opened up, it was 12. 12 one for each tribe. Think about that. The awesome power right there. And this book, it is mentioned in the Bible. It is true. It is the true word of God. But we let the Roman Catholic Church bully us at Nicaea and take books that would have told us the truth out of the Bible. They've bullied us for almost 2,000 years. They've incorporated their pagan holidays into Christianity and we bought it and we worshiped a fake Messiah all this time, a fake Jesus. Because we bought into their holidays. It's not right. We should have never done that. But we did it. We let Bell and Asher. Get into the church. Without even realizing it. We just let them come in. So no one realizes. That Jesus died. Was put in the grave on Wednesday. Came out Friday. 72 hours. When he resurrected. He had to do his little song and dance in Sheol and hell, and free the captives out of Abraham's bosom so they get to heaven and take the captors up for judgment. The captors turned into the captives. I mean, it had to be an awesome sight. It really did. And if you really want to see how messed up the calendar was to where we were thrown off on this all these years, let's look back to the Talmud. When the calendar changed there, they're going by the Babylonian months now. They aren't going by the cycles of the moon like they're supposed to. No, this isn't demonic, the cycles of the moon. That's how you know God's timing. The cycles of the moon. It says it in the Bible. It's point blank in there. But no one really pays attention to it. So we had the Babylonian calendar get put into the Jewish people, into Hebrew people. Then 45 BC, the Roman calendar came, apart, came about. Then Persia had their little shindig with a calendar that turned to 365 days in the 11th century. Then you had the Gregorian calendar come in in 1582 to replace the Julian calendar. And The Julian calendar was proposed by Julius Caesar in AUC 708. Whatever that is, because we haven't learned that, we've learned AD and BC. You know, we have lost our way. We truly have. So we need to get back to learning the true calendar, the the signs and the stars, all of it. I mean, the true Sabbath this year for the Passover for Jesus' resurrection, according to the Shabbat app, was 8:11 p.m. in Jerusalem on 3/12/21, and ended 3/3/21 3, 3, at 8:12 p.m. So that would have given him his tw- 24 hours day of the resurrection day right there. That would have been it. And he would have been in the grave for 72 hours before that. So I'm hoping you'll understand. This is a huge red pill. It red-pilled me whenever I actually got to thinking about it. And I started questioning a bunch of things that were happening in the church. In fact, I asked a pastor about it today. And he agreed with me. Yes, we've been teaching the wrong thing. We need to get to the right thing. He agreed. He said, you know... The devout Christians that actually understand this are furious and they're making a push now in the church to get things right. So this apostate church that we've been in for the past two millennia almost is about to go, go away, which that's in Revelation. The apostate church will go away and the true church of Jesus will come back before His coming. We're going to learn the right way. We're going to do things the right way. It's going to be awesome. Well, let's get into some good news while we're at it. It's always good to have good news, even with the extra good news we had today. Let's get into some more. So here we go. This is some really good news. A school surprised a hero custodian with $35,000 collected as a special gift to thanks. That's always good to give the people that serve a little extra. I've always believed in that. The two dogs were rescued from the streets now live their best life on the road seeing the sights of Europe. You know, that warms my heart a little bit too. Saving animals. I mean we... The Bible says to preach the gospel to every creature. So, doing what we've done to animals in the past is wrong. We need to preach the gospel. We need to teach them about Jesus Christ, about Yahweh. But good news. Let's look at some more good news stories. Here's some amazing news. A disabled army veteran conquers the Matterhorn, which is a a mountain. He was able to climb it. He lost both of his legs below the knees, and he has, from a suicide bomber, attack in Iraq in 2004. He's completed triathlons, learned to ski, and even joined a team to roll across the Atlantic Ocean. Now he's climbed the Matterhorn. He's scaled it. That's amazing. The guy doesn't have any legs. He hasn't given up the will to live. That's awesome news right there. Like I keep saying, we need to be looking for the good news. Quit looking for the bad news. Quit looking for the negative. It's going to be out there. It's going to be front and center. It's going to depress you. It's going to make you sad. Look for the good news. Get into your Bible. Read it. Look for good news stories. I mean, we'll just share a few with you. There's always something good going on in the world. We need to quit being so jaded and think the world is just fully corrupt. It's not. There is hope. We can get better. We can get smarter. We can take care of each other better. We can get rid of our issues. That's all I've got for today, y'all. Have a great one.